0: Some folks like to get away, take a holiday from the neighborhood. Hop a flight to Miami Beach, Jordan, Hollywood. But I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line. Cause I've got Marina King on my mind. And the reason Marina King is on my mind is because she is this week's guest on the podcast. And she's also from New York. And that song is about New York. And I figured it was a good way to introduce her. So, welcome to the Swallow Your Dreams podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kirk Carlson. This is my podcast, the podcast where I have individuals in entertainment to discuss their life story, the things they've gone through, how they've had to swallow their pride, chase their dreams. Together, that becomes Swallow Your Dreams. So, Marina King is a DP uh, AC All kinds of camera work out here in New York City. The reason I'm out here right now is, was, because this is recorded after, um, was Tribeca Film Festival. So I was out there for about three weeks, now on the road for another shoot. I am currently in Canyon City, Colorado. Um, But this episode was in New York. Um, Marina is a very hard worker. Um, She was referred to me by someone else, and she is extremely talented. I've watched some of her footage that she has in her portfolio. She's worked for a lot of great companies, um, Netflix, TNT, um, a few others, commercial shoots. And for only being in the industry for technically, I guess about a year, maybe a little longer, she's been making great strides and it's it's motivation to myself um, and anyone else who wants to be in the industry. Take a, take a note from her, because she's doing a great job and I uh, hope to see many more things after this podcast. Maybe she'll make this podcast famous. Um, as always, like and subscribe, comment, all that stuff on Apple, Spotify, everything in between. Um, I think that's it. Without further ado, enjoy. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. And action. <coughs> Swallow your dream. Marina King here, who is very nervous, but yep, go easier on her. She's she's new here. Um,
1: Pauline's in the building;
0: she is in the building too. We have another listen in with um, Pauline. You guys may recognize her from or her voice from last or past episodes.
1: The number one um, most liked episode of the whole podcast.
0: Incorrect, but <laughs> we'll continue anyways. Um, so, Marina, you are a well, you aspire to be DP, you do some mm-hmm. DP work. Yeah, um, low camera. budget, of course. Yes.
1: Camera, yeah. yeah. Camera department. I um, AC most of the time, assistant camera, do some DIT stuff, like dumping footage, very exciting things. And
0: oh. for uh, the dummies like myself, what does DIT stand oh, for? Oh,
1: digital imaging technician. Ah. But half the time, it's just like literally dragging and dropping media through a program. But I mean, I would like to call myself a technician. That sounds good. Yeah.
0: So I mean, sometimes those are like the the jobs that you have to do to...
1: Yeah, and that to, one pays well, too. You just too. have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the D, the stuff that I DP is like, I'm obviously not a professional DP yet. So those I like take low budget ones, too, because in a way it's like, if it's trash, you know, at least they didn't pay me well. <laughs> just kidding. I put a lot of effort into what I do. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs>
0: um, so I normally started off... Um, we're going from square one. I want to know. We want to know. Everyone wants to know. Everybody, where you were born and raised, and what your parents did for a living.
1: Okay, so I was born in New York City, and then when I was two years old, my dad got a job as the executive director of the George O'Keefe Museum in New Mexico. Oh, wow. So we out we were out to uh, New Mexico, and then we were back and forth between New York and New Mexico for a long time. But I um I Basically, we moved back here when I was in fifth grade, but my dad was still working out there. So he was kind of back and forth for four years. And then the whole family eventually moved back from New Mexico when I was in ninth grade. So like around 13 years old, 14. So yeah, then the rest of the time is in New York. So I guess I mostly grew up in New York, at least my formative years, like when I was a really cringy do you, middle schooler.
0: Do, do, all of us. Do you remember much of um, New Mexico? Yeah,
1: I do. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um I kind of miss being able to ski every weekend during the winter. um I miss having a house with more space um yeah, or yeah. A house nonetheless no. yeah, just like a house <laughs> like literally <laughs> more than one bathroom where you yeah. live um yeah, I do. I still have some friends, but most of them have moved away. I used to go back and visit once we moved, but I haven't been back since tenth grade um um. Yeah.
0: What what did your mom do?
1: Oh, she was uh, she has her own art catalogue publishing company. So she does those um, like when you you know and you go to an art opening and you see those really nice printed books, like she does those. So she does Like the, the
0: lookbook or something. Yeah,
1: or like when you can like learn about the artist and also like buy a catalogue of their art and then there's like, you know, descriptions next to it. So she does um, she has editorial for it and then she also like hires the graphic designers that put together the books and her company is called Snap Editions Plugging. Snap Editions. Yeah. Snap uh, Editions so wait, baby. So is
0: she, is she artistic as well? Does she do any? Yeah. But okay. So not, she just doesn't handle books.
1: <laughs> like. <laughs> She's just a book handler. <laughs> she just <laughs> carries books. Um, well she went to boss. Well, she went to two different colleges. Either way, she gra- majored in poetry, which I don't think's a thing anymore.
0: I'm sure it's a thing at some of these eastern liberal colleges. Yeah,
1: exactly. So she's just a little liberal gal. Um studying poetry. Love you, Sarah. Sienna. Um, Did you say her name wrong? <laughs> no, um, I, I kind of I know she's gonna listen to this probably, so I called her Sienna because she hates being called that. Oh, it's a joke. Her a name's name? Sarah. No, Sarah King.
0: Sienna, why would you not like Sienna? Sienna's a much better name. <laughs> right. Re- no, I mean- <laughs> oh, <laughs> Keep that in. That's not gonna get out. Also,
1: Sierra. Sierra, Sienna King, either one. Um yeah, and then my dad siesta king
0: siesta king <laughs>
1: and then my dad also was a painter when he was younger so they're okay. very so like fine arts artsy and then i'm kind of like the other side of arts yeah like, film is still an art but like i'm not going to all these like art fairs with them and stuff unless i get free tickets I'll be going.
0: and uh, yeah i think there's a little less or there's a lot of i guess dependent variables in what you do yes or re- yeah Right. Dependent or independent. Either way. There's so much more that yes. you can't control in your line of work as opposed to p- in a painter. They can. It's literally this brush mm-hmm. stroke. Yeah. They did that. And that's on the page now. Yeah. I would you, say so. There's a, there's a lot of other things that are out of your control that just happen.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you kind of really start at the bottom in the film world, too. So you don't have yeah. a lot of yeah. say. Kind of like yeah. what you said. Just like suck it up. Because like that's how you get anywhere too in a lot of industries, you know, and that's how you learn and like put in your time respect the people you work with even if you don't get to call the shots because connections are everything too and like one day they'll definitely probably be coming back to you like i can say most of my freelance career for like what the past six months that i've been doing it has just been solely around being on sets where like i you know try to be the best person i can be without being too intrusive and just networking with everyone and keeping up those connections because sorry taking i'm
0: sorry no no, you can i just get interject um because i agree but like i think there's something to be said about someone gets hired because either nepotism or they know Mm -hmm. someone something like that but you can also get hired and more so you stay on the production and get more work because of not necessarily just work ethic but how fun you are on the set because you could be the hardest worker and just like don't really talk and you're just kind of hard to be around like a shit personality Yeah. yeah but you you're still gonna get the job done but like I, I don't want to say like I, I don't work hard but i'm definitely like a right. jokester on the set yeah like i want to have fun yeah like i one of the girls the other day was sitting in one of the stage chairs and i i zip tied her pants to the the <laughs> chair <laughs> <laughs> and then i felt really bad because she was needed in a rush <laughs> like she then it was very urgent and she got up and was like freaking out and she couldn't get untied
1: oh my god
0: and then i, I used my knife that's completely dull and I couldn't get it uncut either so she was just like wow, stuck that's amazing chair. and so it's just like shit like that like although or, she was annoyed by it like th- she's gonna remember that and be like oh that was funny that was fun I had a good time
1: that's called like job poaching and keeping someone hostage <laughs> no I she, actually
0: she was the other PA so I could go yeah answer yeah. their call first I don't
1: know she just disappeared uh, I guess she just didn't uh, care enough
0: office to any available PAs I was like
1: yeah Marley's not available it's I'll me. be over there in a sec she's just fucking around so. Yeah, I did zip tie someone's backpack shut once too. Yeah, yeah, you get poor. Yeah, I do agree Was though. That in elementary school or um, probably through all my uh, all my years. Also, like a year ago, maybe six months ago. Um, uh, but yeah, I do agree with you too because sometimes too, what's hard in our industry is like I work with a lot of like different cameras and stuff, and like sometimes it's just impossible for me to know about specific things or like if I'm showing up to a set with a DP that I've never worked with, like you know, I am going to have to learn something. I can't know everything going in. It's impossible. I think so. I can know as much as I can, but like there's always something that I learn on every set. So also, like, if I don't know something, I think someone would much rather have someone back who's, like, has a great personality, great learning, like, great attitude about it, rather than some, like, asshole who thinks they know everything, doesn't know something, pretends that they, like, you know, like, I think your personality stands for, I mean, knowledge is important, but I also think personality is, like, a huge thing because people want to work with people they enjoy. And if I don't know something but I have a great rapport with somebody else, they'll be way more likely to be, like, hey, this is how you do it. Like...
0: And I, and I think people can, like, smell out bullshit real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely not put my pride aside when I didn't know something. And I'll just go aside and Google it. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like, my God. Like just because there's so much vernacular in film that you just, just... Why can't you call it what it's normally called? Oh, my God. Like I feel a, the exact st- same way. A stinger. Like fucking yep. extension cord yep
1: cool. i know yeah there's like a part of the camera too that like it's like the top of a matte box and like people call it eyebrows and i was calling it like eyelash for like the past i don't know month or something and i was like great i look like a fucking idiot <laughs> but i'm also like why can't we just call it like i don't know something that's the not top I- box top yeah it's anything i get that like also like that sounds like a sexual pins, move, c47s the like they're clothes pins c47s yeah. it's like <laughs> c48 oh shit c47s right i used to call it c48 as a joke but then that didn't get received well one higher it's c47 right google it pauline fact this is guys hire me (laughs) cut this part out c47 yeah right i
0: don't know or like
1: or c48 i'm trying to see what else no, I think it's. C-47. I was
0: thinking it was a, a craft or something. Um, yep, aircraft. So did you? Yeah, it's, it's
1: slang for a simple wooden clothespin. Yes. Yeah, C47. <laughs> oh, what about a clothespin? They were honored with the name by returning servicemen. Oh, see, um, the other thing has a point. So maybe I'm just disrespectful and being like, keep it simple, stupid. Office reference. Um.
0: Well, back but to, back to back to growing up. Um, yeah, sorry. Did you, did you have? Did you have? Or did you? And do you still have siblings?
1: Yes. My one brother is still alive. It would have been really um, bad
0: if if you did. have uh, a He's fucking dead.
1: Past. Uh, no, he. My brother's still alive. He is two years older than me. Um, he works in the art world as well. So he worked at a gallery in Manhattan for a while, and now he works at a German um architecture firm as like a media kind of like PR online content guy. Um, I don't know his exact title, but very proud of you. Um also yeah so he's in the art world too um he lives in brooklyn as well uh yeah and he's a great guy
0: um so obviously his, your parents they they uh, influenced his where he's yeah. going, right mm-hmm, for sure um and then for you like growing up was it was it just strictly you know did you pick up cameras all the time or you had a camera at a young age like what was like I don't know where did it all start did you
1: my dad had a lot of cameras and he used to film a lot of like on the VHS like when we were younger and I remember always wanting to film with it I made really like he he was just doing like family yeah like family yeah family outings like but it was a nice camera and And whenever he traveled, he'd film too. So I remember I always was like asking for the camera and wanted to film and stuff like that. But, um, and then I made like dumb videos when I was like in middle school with my brother and like friends. And then I had a YouTube channel for a hot second, um, where I also made equally as cringy things. Um, had like a minor following like of like I don't know 15 people (laughs) but it was yeah I've always like been into filming every like Christmas I'd ask for like some type of camera like whether it be like the flip camera or like getting using an iPhone camera when they were first coming out Oh, Um, like the flip flip the flip remember that weird block kind of camera like I had one of those I loved filming on that um yeah weird other shitty like camcorders um yeah every time I've I've always been obsessed with cameras. I did a program in high school too at the New York Film Academy. I saw, I was gonna, yeah. Sorry. Go no, ahead, no, no. you're good. I, that's oh, what I was going to bring. Oh, yeah, up I did to, that. There. So, I mean, and that was like a digital filmmaking. Was well, that
0: just like the concurrent enrollment kind of thing?
1: No, I just oh, took it as a summer course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because
0: well, that's like a collegiate, right? Or is it just not even the I, New York Film Academy? I think you can like get your Dude, masters whatever. there. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, I just I assumed know. it was like a like Am or what is it, Amda? Is that what it's called?
1: yeah Yeah, i don't
0: that's what i assumed It was something like that
1: i don't i honestly don't know i just remember i took like you can like a lot of kids came from abroad and like took summer classes there i didn't get any credit for it though or anything like that it was Mm -hmm. just a program but i think you can do your schooling through there Yeah. and they have
0: they have a i guess campus in quotes yeah in la
1: too yeah they do yeah Mm -hmm. they're kind of all over i think they have some a couple more places but um they have programs all over the place and then i think they're like offices they have like a place in 14th street last time i checked but i think they moved to like wall street i don't know but yeah i did but, that program and so
0: what like what was kind of outlined in that
1: um we god oh, that was like so long ago um we basically got to play with like digital cameras we learned like the basics like f stops iris like how to load a card into the camera to run color bars what is white balance like you know very technical stuff which is what I've always been into. And then we had to film like a silent film because you had to get it through like, you know, imagery rather than dialogue. And then we had one final film. Um, mine was fine. I don't think anyone who was in it will ever find this podcast. It was like solidly mediocre from all parts of all the crew, including myself. So. <laughs> but it was fine. It was fun. I definitely learned a lot. So it
0: was um, just over a summer.
1: Yeah, it was like a month. It was really short.
0: But why was, was that kind of like the first insight to like real cameras? Or mm-hmm. no? yeah. yeah,
1: for sure for sure yeah I forgot what kind of cameras they were like they weren't top of the line but they were definitely better than anything I had come across mm-hmm. um I also like we had a film studies class in high school but it was way more film theory rather than production yeah and we had to make a film at the end of it but it was all kind of like get your own cameras or use your iPhone or something so again my school had no sort of video but it, it was also that i know
0: There are all there was still arts at the school right this is the mm-hmm. school.
1: yeah i mean the head of the uh drama department is sitting in the room right now head of theater yeah whatever um yeah there was a lot of arts theater there was um handbells <laughs> there was our band i was in a band um but it was an eight person band and then at the end of it alto sax baby uh that's what i played um and at the end of it though it was eighth grade was the last year of the band because i guess we were just absolute garbage and we weren't even invited to play at our school's concert which is kind of like an instant in you know you always get to play but we didn't make it and then the band um, the band was gone the next year so we have some a little bit of band um
0: get the band back together getting the band
1: back together <laughs> um what else did we have
0: but did you so was that before school before college was like new york film academy and maybe like that small little film you made at the end of um high school was that like the last of was that kind of the only stuff that you did before then
1: i mean i filmed a lot of stuff outside of it like for classes too we could get like extra credits like film little mm. projects so i'd do everything i could in that sense but um yeah after that um I had, oh no, sorry. I actually interned too at a film production company in junior year of high school called Lumina Films. So I worked there for a while. That's where I got some good camera experience too. I did a lot of like pre pro stuff too, though. Was so it
0: paid too or no? Hell no. No. Like five Sad. days
1: a week, 8 to 5 p.m., unpaid. That's kind of, yeah, looking this back. It's free labor out
0: here. It's pretty. It's
1: free labor, man. I mean, I was also like an idiot, like 17 year old. So I guess I get why they didn't pay me, but. I was fine. No, I did. I
0: mean, you didn't break anything, did you?
1: No, I just scratched yeah. a screen on the camera, oh. but it's fine. Mistakes happen. No, I think I did a good job, and mm-hmm. then I and I got into American University. I went in with a film major declared.
0: So it was, so yeah, you went. Sorry, to any... that
1: was like a bunch of gibberish. I don't know. No
0: no, 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 no. Um, that was a good segue. So for American, mm-hmm. um, were you looking at any other schools? Because is is mm-hmm. it a reputable film school or?
1: I, it is, but I think that it's definitely overshadowed by politics like the poli-sci program is that's super what i figured it's probably DC. a very
0: political area
1: yeah you're in dc and everyone wants to be the next president or like the next kiss ass so um yeah it's it was it was it was good it was a good program just like it still had a lot of people in it but it wasn't as well known yeah but when i was looking at when i was looking at colleges it was like 100 percent i wanted to do something in film so every college i applied to i wanted to make sure that there was a somewhat good film program or had film production rather than just film theory. Because a lot of schools I looked at, too, had film theory, but no film production.
0: Which, being which, like, which other schools um, were you looking at?
1: It might have, it's might have changed since now. But I remember Wesleyan in Connecticut, that one. I liked that school a lot, but they only had a film theory part. And then, like, Connecticut College, they only had film theory. Um, and then I looked at Emory, not Emory, I looked Emerson. 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 And then I looked at... Um,
0: That's also where... Um that's a side note, but yeah, never mind. Say yeah. It. Uh, there, I I know someone that went there that oh, yeah did uh. Then they have I think have an L A office too or office campus Probably. as well. And so he did a did that and then came out to L A and and did got to be hands on more there because yeah. he could go and intern with one. He he actually interned with a twenty four. So it was like oh shit. It's like oh. Let me casually just go intern for A twenty four. Yeah. Or A yeah. 24 I don't know what, how the a- correct. I called A twenty four. I so went for I. an interview at A twenty four. Really?
1: Yeah, it was a group interview though, and I guess I didn't Was know it either. out here or there? Yeah, here in their offices. Oh. Super nice. Um but it was a group interview and everyone was kind of awkward. I don't know if anyone in my group got it.
0: <laughs> so, like this group as a whole just sucks. Yeah,
1: guys are fucking <laughs> suck. Um what was I gonna say though? Oh yeah, colleges. I looked I looked at NYU, um I think I didn't want to stay in the city, though. I wanted mm-hmm. to get out and experience something different, so I wasn't too keen on going anywhere in the city, even though there are some great schools here. Um, I didn't look at the West Coast either because I just didn't want to really be out there. So, um, yeah, mostly East Coast and, like, uh, Northeast.
0: Do you... Okay, so then... Do you see yourself going to California at some point or West Coast to
1: because no, no I don't unfortunately I mean maybe I should but I think the thing with like film too especially being freelance now is that you build your network right and it, I'm and it's building, so hard to yeah like it's, jump
0: coast and right it's like restart I,
1: think, I can't say I really know anyone out there like one of my good friends lives out there but she's in the marketing world so that's not gonna you know mm-hmm. and also I don't really and all of the dps I work with are mostly New York based all the acs I work with New York based or like if we go to L.A., it's like we're a New York crew that is going to L.A. to film something. Yeah. So it's not like we're working with any sort of L.A. crew. Or like I went to Virginia last weekend. It was whole New York crew going down well, to Virginia. And
0: the good thing, well, what I've noticed is like it's because it's, it's so saturated, New York and L.A., like mm-hmm. there's a lot of work, but it's hard to get the work sometimes. Yeah. Because there's so many people. So much competition. So, you can go to these smaller cities where production isn't as relevant, like Salt Lake City, or mm-hmm. maybe I'll go to Reno, Nevada, or something, and I can yeah. get a job there as a PA, and then get in with the agency mm-hmm. or not the the production company, and then get work elsewhere. But I think that's even the the East Coast is better for that because all the cities are so close. Like if you wanted to go take a job, like you said in Virginia, mm-hmm. or you can go over to Philadelphia, you go to Boston, right. you can go to anywhere, right. and and maybe they have. They're going to outsource to you because they don't have that many people there. And then eventually right. they'll hire you in New York when they actually have productions
1: there. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, I think I've been to LA a couple times. It's gorgeous. You know, like California as a state is gorgeous. Um, I You're from California, aren't you? Yeah. I should watch out what I say. No,
0: you can say whatever you want. I'm glad that you say California, though, because no one from California says Cali. Only people from or you're just a fucking narc if you're from California and you to say Cali.
1: Cali, Uh no. No, that's, that's no that's too much for me to say. Um Cali- yeah, California. Um either way I like it. I like the foods really great, I like the beaches are great. I have some fan, oh, fa- an aunt out there. Um it's really nice, but I think I'm definitely biased because I'm from the East Coast, number mm-hmm. one. So before I give my opinion anymore... <laughs> just a forewarning and then also I just think like most of the people I've met out there I don't whatever I don't know think I'd ever really want to collaborate with them or like I find a lot of the people to be very different and this is not this could this again this is just me reading into something that i'm not too educated on but like i find that like here's my assessment when you go to la everyone's like la 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 like yeah oh my god it's like great and then like, they kind of don't ever help you or like you know everyone's just trying to use the next person to get to the next stage in their life which of course people are doing it here too we all are doing it but i feel like in new york we're more like fuck you you suck or like you're more, people tell it more straight, like more like it is here. Yeah. Or like, or more, more Which
0: is a, a common stereotype, I think. Yeah. maybe mean, well. it's a stereotype. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You're well, I was, like I was that. describing it to my mother last night. She said, she asked if I, and I didn't really put this out there, but I, we are recording in New York right now. Yeah. Um, NYC baby. <laughs> um, but <laughs> He's I, she, she asked me what, if I would want to move out there. And I said, Yes, how it compared to L.A. And I said L.A. and New York are both similar in that <clears throat> because it's such a big city. Of course, there's going to be ideas flowing through and fashion and mm-hmm. so many trends and whatnot. And that's what I like is just because there's always stuff going on. There's always new ideas coming through. Um, but the thing about New York, at least in my opinion, is a little less pretentious mm-hmm. in that it's more straightforward. And it, it's you get it more what you pay for at face value i think yeah you pay um, a lot <laughs> you pay a lot LA's for better. Face value. Yeah,
1: california is better it's more affordable for sure
0: um but yeah it, and i could see myself switching with both but back what you were saying is just with the the restarting of your network mm-hmm. um, yeah being a bicoastal would be awesome being yeah, bisexual would, would be awesome <laughs> <can't> but <laughs> uh, but no yeah, but bicoastal like it's it's, it's i love getting the chance to have both because you get sick yeah. of one area anyways. i agree you get stagnant yeah. i love ends.
1: like jobs that where i can travel outside of new york like it's mm. a nice break yeah i definitely get sick of new york too not saying it's like the greatest place on earth but then i find myself but people often it do i leave yeah I, yeah being by coast will be cool but was, i don't even know where to start was it nice
0: that. then to so at american and dc would mm-hmm. that was was that just refreshing was it kind of homesick
1: I I mean, you're, like, you're
0: only four hours away, right Yeah, so I
1: you know, liked being like far enough away from home where I feel like I'm not there, but also like if I need to go home, like I'm close to my parents. so I felt you know I went home once a month. like it was I didn't have to fly across the country or anything. Yeah. but um, I like dC a lot as a city. Um, it's some great people. I met some of my best friends there. Um, it's it's really nice. Uh, met my boyfriend shout out to Caleb Rachi, Papa Roach. Um,
0: <laughs> Papa Roach. Why is it... Is his last name Roche or something?
1: It's spelled R-O-C-H-E. So everyone says it's Roche. Roche but it's Roche. Roche. But we just... Pauline and I call him Papa Roche.
0: Papa Roche. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's not a good fan. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I met him there. Yeah, I met some wonderful people. met some great professors. I love the city a lot. Um, and I think I would have maybe like dabbled if... And stayed there if film production was somewhat bigger there. But there when I'm like, I want to be a DP people were like, oh, you can film, you know, you can be like the news camera person and like, filming the journalism. journalism And I'm like, that's really, I would, I would not say that's cinematography in my book. Um, and I was like, that's just not what I'm going for. And either way, it's close. And I still go back and visit a lot. I love my time there. I love my experience there. Um, but I think New York is better for me now.
0: Yeah. Um, and you said you went in undeclared.
1: No, I went in with a film major declared.
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. And I I didn't change it. Um, and i i just imagine it's like all most other um film schools um but did, did you have to do some of the other arts like do yeah. you have any interest mm-hmm. in acting cuz th- th- isn't that normally no. what you end up doing is that you have to do like an acting class or
1: something yeah you i mean or and, like a
0: sound engineering yeah, class yeah you had to learn like yeah
1: you have to like dabble with every part of it also you had to take a lot of like what are they called gen eds like general education yeah. stuff so like i had to take some math classes and like some psychology classes like which i Appreciated. That was like my first two years of schooling yeah. it was just those gen eds. And it wasn't until junior and senior year where I was more like hands on with film and I could really commit my whole schedule to film. But um, yeah, yeah. For we didn't have any acting classes. I studied abroad in Prague and they made us take an acting class there. And it was just super, super obvious the people who were like definitely meant to be behind the camera rather than in front of it. Um, or
0: thought that they meant to be in front of the right.
1: camera. Right, that's true. Yeah, there weren't a lot of actresses or actors at our at my school. Yeah, but you did have your time on the stage though, as an oyster. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Here's what I knew. So my did acting you just sit there? <laughs> yep, sit well, there and take it. <laughs> in fifth grade, I was like, hmm, maybe I can try this whole acting thing out. Um, and I went in auditioned at our school, and like they made me sing, and I literally. I think I'm as close to the guys to being tone deaf without being tone Like, I just can't sing for my life. Um, and I went in, and, you know, the guy was like, okay, you're good. And then it, in Alice in the Wonderland, I got casted as an oyster, one out of four. And we sang a song for, like, 130 seconds, and then that was it. So I think I knew that's when it was over. And
0: then they're like, yeah, stay back. Yeah, they also
1: put a puppet. They made us, like, hold this little clam puppet thing. Um, so An it's oyster also, like- holding a clam? Well, no, it's it like, looked like a... It, looked like a, it was like an oyster, yeah, but it was definitely to. also to cover our faces, too. So it's like, did anyone even want to see me on the stage? Probably not. So that's when I, that was a good precursor to not being an
0: actress. I, I did like a lot of those like middle school ones, which I somehow always was almost like the lead, mm-hmm. which in hindsight, I'm like, feels like another life. Like, when did I ever do that?
1: Definitely not an actress. Um, yeah, but schooling was great there
0: did uh and so when did you graduate
1: i graduated in may 2017 and then i stayed there for the summer because i was bartending at a restaurant which
0: i i saw that you were employee of the month not one fuck yeah not two but three three times
1: that's right bitches hated me because i was so good at my job shout out to leah's um yeah i was i guess this was was
0: chef jeff's
1: Chef Jeff's establishment. Um, So yeah, another funny thing I did there too. I stayed there because I was like, oh, I'll save up money before I move home. But then I'm also like, I didn't end up having anything when I moved home because I was making money and then spending it and then New York City and I didn't have a job when I moved back. So, but I stayed there for that summer. Um, I also did some photography for them, which is interesting. Oh, really? For the Mm -hmm. restaurant? Yeah. Because basically Chef Jeff's wife, Nora O'Donnell is like the lead, um, oh my God, what are they called? Lead anchors. On CBS, and she knows Gail King, and Gail King has a magazine. Oh, she has like a section in Oprah's magazine. So they were like, "We need like, let's plug the restaurant. Like, can we get someone to take a photo of one of the dishes?" And the head chef, Steve bonino who's like the best man in the world, was like, "Marina, like, can you take a photo of this?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. I'm not a photographer, but sure." And then my photo got into O Magazine. Really? And that was my short-lived. Did, did that? Career. That didn't that- spawn
0: anything else.
1: Uh, no, I can just write it down on my LinkedIn page that I don't use. That's about as much as it spawned, but yeah. I can say I worked for O Magazine, I mm. guess. Yeah, but I, I did love working at that restaurant, Made some great, met some great people there too, some lifelong friends, and then I moved back.
0: And so when were you back in New York?
1: August 2017.
0: Okay, so not much longer
1: um no yeah i didn't stay a did you
0: move longer. did you move back in with parents or did you immediately get your yep, own place you bet.
1: um actually yeah so caleb my boyfriend is also going to he got into nyu law school so he's like i'm coming up to new york too and i was like great so we were definitely trying to move into our own place together but again money and like me not finding a job immediately i guess that's like a kind of bad thing to say i don't care whatever my parents were like come and live with us and we're like no and then they're like that it makes sense And they kept telling us To do it And then we eventually Were like okay Fuck it And we just moved back In with my parents And we lived Both there Both of you a while. You bet yeah. Interesting How was that It was a I would say Like my mom And Caleb Got super close <laughs> It's like You know When you have a, Like first fight With someone Then it's like You're really Good friends So it was good Yeah
0: What is it It's like When you've Experienced someone Or you Experienced like death traveling getting sick or mm-hmm. like financial burden with someone
1: yeah it's like they yeah now they're really good friends the whole, fam, the whole fam's together now um yeah so we lived there for a full year and but during that year which i feel like might be your next question is that i started working at a production snap company
0: something no snap snapping? editions plug I in again that's my that. mom's company okay yeah right so i you, do you social media for her.
1: for her yeah i mean i was like I'm helping her out. I do social media for her. So
0: I mean, how much was that really taking up your time, working Not as a social a media lot. strategist?
1: Yes, that's. I've got kind your of LinkedIn up. up right here. Yep. If you wanted to. No, I see it. I forgot that I put strategist on it, but it was it's <laughs> good. You know, I just Instagram some stuff for her company and like go to like her shows and stuff. I'm still in the position. Uh-
0: <laughs> um, on here it says that you quit in August of 2018.
1: <sighs> oh my. God god wow sorry sienna wow i guess i just yeah i guess when i moved out i was like fuck it no i still help her with social media and stuff yeah. like that but um she has a she has a big staff now too so they're doing just fine i guess i was fired which is fine um love you mom um uh, mother sorry my mother yes. always corrects me it's really well maybe i shouldn't say that ma she doesn't, she says, mom is not okay to say, you have to say mother. It's like more formal and like how you like respect your elders. could cut that out. Um, <laughs> anyways.
0: Um, did you, uh, well, oh, so then I guess the other job would be Flatbush. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's so, the one you were referring to that you started when mm-hmm, you
1: came out Yeah. With. So I started working at Flatbush Pictures, which is a doc company based out of downtown Brooklyn, New York city. Um, and, uh, I started working there as an assistant editor. So I met the editor there through a friend and then, um, started working there. And, um, after a couple of months of, I guess you asked me questions about it.
0: No, I mean, you can continue.
1: Um, yeah well basically i worked there for a full year but after a couple of months and i was like you know i really want to do camera department stuff
0: because you were editing more than right you
1: were yeah and i camera. i took the editing job too because i knew how to edit and i was it's stable is, money is that
0: one of the is that like another thing that a lot of people will do just as a requisite to i think so
1: I, 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 I just, from my experience
0: i understand that people do like editing but like for me it just seems like you know stuck in this room for hours on end just staring at a screen
1: like, yeah by the end of it i kind of wanted to like yeah i was so over it. other people i
0: know that like film their own stuff like that they dread that part the most yeah um they, I, they still do it it's not like they dread it but yeah. they, they enjoy the shooting and and the other i
1: movies. mean like i love the people i worked with too so i think that's why i stuck around for so long too and um we are working on a lot of great projects but um yeah by the end of it like i just was like you know editing for me is just super mundane and like even also i wasn't the editor i was an assistant editor so like i am doing the very base level like dumping footage syncing it you know there's no sort of like creativity within it it's a pretty straightforward job which which is needs to be done and like it's definitely a valid role for people to have but yeah i also realized i probably didn't want to be an editor i find myself having trouble sitting still in the same office space but during that time i worked there i went up to some of the people and I was like, hey, you know, I'm really into camera department stuff and like any shoots I could come along with or maybe AC for like your GP or. Um... And
0: you just asked that on your own.
1: Yeah, right? I did. I guess I was just feeling bold. Well, but one. But that's
0: day. that's I mean, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. So I've, unless yeah. you're voicing your opinion, how are they going to know that you're interested? in? Well, right. Exactly.
1: Out? I was kind of just like, fuck it. You know, like I, I'm young and I guess what do I have to lose except the only job that's paying me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah i just asked and i worked with, like a lot of great people too and they're all super nice and we're, they like Aiden, the producer was like yeah of course like come on any shoot and
0: was it yeah. was it paid to come along or yeah you okay mm-hmm.
1: they paid me and then they trusted me as an ac and they like the first job i did with them they flew me down to florida with their like dp peter how long ago
0: was that was that like a that year was a last
1: or... year in october uh, or like october no- maybe november so like seven november. months ago yeah
0: So, not that long ago. I mean, wait,
1: no, I quit in October. Sorry, it was October of 2017. Okay, so a year, a year, year sorry, yeah, sorry, a year at the beginning stint of me working there. Yeah, Yeah. and then I was like, wow, these people are trusting me, like, that's great. Um, hopefully, I know what I'm doing, and I did know what I was (laughs) doing, apparently, and I worked with them. And then, ever since that shoot, um, I still was like a full time AE for them, but then they, um, they uh, kept asking me to come on shoots with them, and I did a lot of camera stuff for them, and worked with their DP a lot. So that was really great, and I'm really appreciative pre- appreciative of them for trusting me and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just being great towards me and helping me, you know, do everything I wanted to do. And then, well, I actually got hired to there as a, um, as a, sorry, I got hired there to do a contracted job for three months. So I wasn't even supposed to stay. So by the end of three months, it was like January, and then. We kind of just both like didn't address my end date. That's accompanying me, and, which is and, nice. Yeah, and you, I felt you, like they, they kept asking me to stick around for a couple more weeks, and like a couple more weeks, and I was kind of like, "What's going on?" Like, I want to stay here, and they're like, "We want you to stay." So then that was really lovely too. I got to stay and work there, and um, continued. And then I started doing other freelance jobs on the side on the weekends and. Stuff. and
0: so for I guess for the freelance, were you? How are you? Because every all the all the equipment would it be. Um, them going to a, a house to get them? They own the equipment. Okay. Mm-hmm. They own the equipment. Flatbush Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: They have in-house, yeah. So it was all there. It was also great for me to learn, too, because if I ever wanted to play with a camera or something, I could just do it right there. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. Which is... Yeah. It's expensive to get to learn. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, those. right? So it was all right there, and they're, they're super cool about it, too, and trusted me a lot. So that was nice. And then I started doing some freelance stuff on the side, and then come October oh sorry go ahead no I'm you go you. Oh. so then i started doing a lot of freelance stuff on the side then come last october so i guess 7 months ago now which is crazy how long it's been um i basically finished up the last project i was doing with them um you know i wanted to have that come full circle and then i quit and decided to go full time freelance camera department stuff and um I haven't looked back since, I guess.
0: Yeah. and So was it like a bitter leave or were they like...
1: It was, yeah. I think, I mean, I knew... For, th-
0: for them? Wait, bitter? Like they were oh, upset?
1: Oh, yeah. I said, fuck you and slammed the door and I smashed okay. all I their like, camera equipment. And I was like, I'm going to destroy your company. No. um, <laughs> They were... They, it, was, it was bitter. Yeah, I mean, bittersweet, I guess, or... Not bitter bitter, sweet. It was sweet. But the, I but it, <laughs> it was just but you sweet.
0: weren't. You you left on good terms. They of course they weren't expecting you to fill a role in the in the company. No,
1: or... I guess I kind of like created a role in a way because they didn't have that position before. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they they were definitely super understanding, and um, I left on a great note. I'm still great friends with all of them too, and I still work with them. So I just flew to. Um, I don't know if I can say that because uh, I think I'm not supposed to say anything about it. That's fine. I just, Oh, I just flew to Houston with them to do like a documentary shoot too. So it's great. So I'm still working with them.
0: Um, and that, that, so they'll call you back for more shoots.
1: Yeah, they have awesome. been. They yeah. have been, which is nice. And I love working with them. I still, I wish I could work with them on every shoot too. Mm-hmm. So, but I think they're definitely understanding. And um, yeah, I owe them a lot too because they've helped me, you know. Get Has it gotten
0: anywhere. you other work with other people? Yeah, for
1: sure. I mean, I work with their DP a lot too still, Peter. I work with him all the time um yeah I've met some people through them too who hire me for shoots and stuff and then I then I had other friends too who were freelancing which really helped me you know get my footing because I was able to meet like I was recommended through my friends and stuff so I feel like it was a good time to leave because I had a minor footing but like somewhat of a footing Pauline helped me too a lot you know got hired for jobs with her company more
0: event stuff but still is that is that because in your website it said you worked with Civic was that through her That was
1: Pauline Yeah See she's really cr- crucial To like helping me Get my on uh, my footing too And even if it's like Event videography stuff It's still meeting yeah, other I, people p- It's still money You know It's still And I get work It's a very Pauline, related so. industry um, Yeah some of company. Some of the, some of the other... Plug. I was
0: just wanted to like... I don't know if you can talk about some of the clients that you have worked with listed yeah. on your bio in your website, love, marinaking.com. Marina-king.com. King King because they didn't it have correction. Marina
1: King and someone tried to make me pay for it. Like, yeah, nope. the fuck. If um, anyone has any recommendations of what I should I rename it to.
0: Um, King Marina.
1: <laughs> Karina Ming. DJKarinaMing.com.
0: Uh, did... So, I, I mean, you, you've worked with... Netflix, New Balance, WeWork, mm-hmm. CW, Hennessy, TNT,
1: oh, Hennessy, yeah. So, oh, I so, worked. So, like,
0: I mean, are there's large productions? Like, what, what was the Netflix mm, production you did? So, are you not allowed to say about that?
1: I don't know if I said it to you. No, I can say it. I think so. Yeah, I think I can say it. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So the Netflix production was called "Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee." Um, I worked with them for two days in total of like slow motion pouring coffee for just hey, two days straight
0: that is enough to put it on your resume
1: oh yeah you bet got that credit on the i show. would
0: if i if i worked 30 minutes on the set i'd still put it on my resume <laughs>
1: yeah right everyone was like did you meet jerry or whatever and i was like no but i had a ton of great coffee and i was extremely over caffeinated but um it was a really fun shoot um Hennessy, I worked with a production company in D.C. for two summers when I was in school there called Beyond Productions. Mm-hmm. I think they changed their name to like Beyond Production House or something now, but they opened up a studio in New York, too. So they had Hennessy as a client, so I did a photo shoot with them for that. That was smaller production because it was in-house. It all depends. Um, New Balance was with Flatbush Pictures. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a shoot in Florida that we went to. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that was a is, is it How production. long does
0: that last, though? I can't be, imagine it's that a very was long... A,
1: i flew down on a thursday and flew back on friday night it's very oh, short exactly like two days um yeah comedians and cars was short who else tnt oh i didn't i'm not gonna say that because I was like a slideshow that i built for someone um civic with Pauline's company went to yeah. dc and london for the we Were creator awards boot camp so that was like a weekend too mm-hmm. um that was a lot of fun who else do i have listed there
0: I think that was it. Those, yeah. are the, those are the ones just on your website. Yeah,
1: A lot um, of like the great people I've worked with though are on like narrative shorts and like, you know, smaller documentary yeah. stuff too.
0: So, I mean, in a perfect world, would you be wanting to shoot narrative films? I think
1: so. after working on a bunch of documentary stuff for a long time, I kind of wanted to like switch like, over th- and see what's going on. I just,
0: I feel like you don't get to leave your mark as much on a documentary mm-hmm. just because yeah. it's a lot of it. One is interviewing and you just don't get the the changes or right I th- the way you really want right. to shoot it, it's more just like B-roll and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like. And I also found out that like a lot of it for me, at least for now, is like lower budget stuff. So I'm kind of doing a bunch of different positions, which is fine, like great to learn. Um, But also I wanted to work with like bigger productions just to see what it was like, you know, mm-hmm. see all the different things, even down to like wireless video transmitting, you know, things like that, where it just like it wasn't on the doc set that I was working on. Or, yeah. Just learning more and, like, working with bigger cameras or, yeah. Not, not more professional, but, you know, do you, like,
0: just yeah. do you, I more mean, money. Do, are you, money? I mean, you're obviously passionate about cameras yeah. and filmmaking, but are you just as passionate about, like, the content of the story? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think my mind right now is just so tech because I AC yeah. a lot, and that job is literally just straight Because, and I, I, I mean,
0: I imagine, technical. like, not all camera people are, I mean, I'm sure they're interested in film and stuff, but mm-hmm. they might just like the technical side. yeah, I mean, some and they don't really not so much the story of what's going on. Yeah,
1: no some I mean, there are professional ACs who make like hundreds of thousands of dollars like that is their job. yeah, they want they just like the technical part of it. that's who they want to be, which is fine. I don't think for me right now, I'm trying to move my way up into camera operating. Um, and then eventually DP, but I know I have a long way to go and I'm fine where I'm at for now because I know I have a lot to learn and I did camera operate a lot for flatbush pictures, which was mm-hmm. a great experience too, and boosted my resume. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely am into the creative aspect of it too. Yeah. I want to learn, like, I mean, I also try to pay attention to like gaffers on sets too and just to see lighting setups and I have a lot more to learn. So,
0: yeah, I think we all do. Yeah. Um, d- d- direct at any point. Or just DP,
1: just director of photography, but uh, uh, yeah, no, but not like direct, directing. Direct. No, not for me. I no. don't think I'd be good at it. No, it's no. a little stressful. There's a um, lot of people trying to do that too. Like, how do you? I feel like that's even harder to like get into directing. Like, directing, yeah, because like, I don't know. And I they're know far
0: we, more pretentious than the DP. I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: I find I find like ads to be super extra too, and I wouldn't want to do because like an ad, like for most uh, assistant director is like. They're the ones who, like, keep the schedule and make sure everyone's, like, where they need to be and stuff. And, like, they're the kind of person, too, that, like, everyone, everyone on set is getting it's annoyed with. Yeah. But it's, like, they're, the really, quiet. Yeah, they're really crucial, though, to making the set, like, you know, move and, like, a function. A necessary evil. Right. Exactly. I feel bad. They're, like, so hated. But I'm, like, they're crucial. But also, like, yeah, I kind of hate them, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, not all. And I get it, It's a really hard job. But um,
0: one thing, because obviously there are not as many women in mm-hmm. your role. Yep. Is that like... I I don't... I I mean, has it been difficult or is it just kind of like... Is that like a driving force? Like, I want to be... I don't know, a, a woman paving the way and doing these kind of
1: things. So I think a lot or is
0: that kind of in the back of your mind? You're just like, I want to do, I it. I mean,
1: I've always wanted to do it right. That's in the back of my mind, but also I think I've had the luxury of working in a city where like, there's a lot of crews. Like I've noticed a lot more. There's a lot more crews with women on them again. Like I've been in the industry. What for like a hot second. I haven't been in it for decades. Like a lot of other people who probably mm-hmm. experienced way worse, but I think other women before us have paved a great Road into having more women on set and it not being such a taboo thing, or like, I mean, there's definitely still like sexism on set. Like, I can't tell you how many people like ask me if I need help carrying something. Are you sure you got it? Like, you know, which again is like nice and helpful, but also like I'll let you know if I can't pick it up <laughs> <laughs> or I won't, I'll just drag it. <laughs> but also, I mean, I've no, I've had the luxury of working with a lot of like female crews and especially a lot of on the smaller crews that I've noticed. Um, there's way more females for me at least, and then yeah. when I get to bigger productions, it's way more male. There's a lot more males, and like there's a lot more—not sexism, but like I don't know stereotypes of what women can and can't do. So like the bigger the production, I find it a little bit harder for me every time. I'm kind of like, God, oh, this is still is shitty. Like you think it doesn't exist, still well, it does. But you know, you feel better about it, and then you get to a big set, and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, there it is. But I mean, I don't—I haven't come across it. Too often or like I don't know I mean a lot of also like Film sets are like a breeding place for condescending Assholes in general male And female but um you kind of Just got to brush it aside I guess Um I I don't know but I yeah I do hope to be another Driving female in the force Um I love working with women. Women are great. I love working with everyone. I mean, I've met some great males too, or whatever. I just worked on a crew in Virginia, and it was—I was the DIT department, and there was there was three of us, and we were all females. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, this is cool. This is how it yeah. should be.
0: Um, do you, and would you ever want to write too? Or no, I'm such
1: trash at writing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm absolute garbage. <laughs> you don't want me writing anything. Nobody hire me for any sort of writing. Anything. Roles. It will be don't bad. hire
0: Marina for anything De- but camera
1: camera yeah anything yep um well i mean like i'm good at like grammar mm. so like i'll fix some typos i could probably script. use your help there <laughs> cool well there you go another <laughs> client yeah no writing's never been for me though which is interesting because my mom is an amazing writer and her mm-hmm. job is based around writing but my brother definitely got those genes yep i'm fine are
0: uh are parents supportive and happy with mm-hmm. the direction you're taking in
1: yeah i honestly i am so lucky to have parents who just let me do whatever i want and are supportive of the choices i make because i know a lot of people don't have that but Mm -hmm. they've been nothing but supportive and show up to all the premieres that i have you know like we did a movie with flatbush pictures called father k and like that premiered at doc nyc and they showed up to that taking so many photos like too many and like they're super supportive and Mm -hmm. Very That's very cool. lucky, and it's nice to have them around too. in New York, it's like a backup place to stay too, in case the film thing doesn't work mm, out. Yeah, if I don't make enough money my, for rent, my I parents are there.
0: are definitely supportive. But my mom the other day like dropped this like, low It was just like she's like, oh, maybe one of these companies that you work for can um help you out and get you uh, a medical and dental package. <laughs> like you get your insurance. I'm like no, mom, I like to live dangerously. Yeah, not and getting insurance. Who needs health insurance, right? No.
1: <laughs> I know. No, yeah, that's the union is for one day. The yeah, union, yeah. you know. Well, eventually when I get there. I go, I'm I'm 23 right now, so turning 24. So, You're
0: not fragile yet.
1: Not fragile yet, and I can still ride out the health insurance thing until I'm 26, right? So See, unless got, someone changes six that,
0: months. So I'm like.
1: Ooh, all right. Better start looking at this dental package. Every,
0: I'm going to be like handling papers and like worried I'm going to get a paper cut or something. Like, I, I'm getting terrified. That shit the kills these days. Like, you know what? I could actually use a new knee right now. I might as well get it since I'm on the plan.
1: You should be up to date on your vaccines too because measles is making a hot comeback because people just don't anti-vax get Vax for life yeah just there you go. i mean if you become one because you can't afford it i'll, I'll pay for your vaccine
0: okay thank you um i guess final thing i mentioned it before our non-traditional piece of advice it can be anything it can be um what we had amanda on the episode say don't fart in public which is the opposite of what she does because she always farts in public
1: i feel like the best time to fart is in yeah, public Honestly. because subway. then it's like Yeah, or like at least like when the air is flowing. It's like asserting your dominance. Yeah, like air is flowing. You just fart and it doesn't even smell like it wasn't me. There's like a billion people around you. Yeah, Yeah, like who's
0: really going to call me out?
1: Right, no. I mean, you can fart in your own home too, but you don't want to like hot box yourself in your own bed. So, you know what I mean? Dutch oven. (laughs) Dutch oven. Sorry, hot box is (laughs) weed. Oops, been referring to that as the wrong thing too for a long time. (laughs)
0: You could do a hybrid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the weed is a Dutch oven. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about this too and like I find myself like okay so my friend Beth says it a lot and she's like whenever I get nervous about something um, she's like D- it just nothing matters like nothing matters at all like at the end of the day like if you fuck up somewhere like just nothing matters that, who, wh- how is it going to affect you you know like literally anything you do doesn't matter like of course it's like in, it matters, in very, but, it matters but like again like
0: this is set, a mini school on thing after
1: this. like yeah say if I fuck up on the set or like if I delete all the footage or something that seems like a really bad mistake which it is but it's like a year down the road.
0: We, we are on this rock soaring through space right. that could terminate at any moment. Right.
1: Like, well, who the fuck are we? Like, what even are we? You know, where are we? <laughs> what is space? What is... Like, it exactly. sounds very, There's like, so much... hippy-dippy, which I'm not at all, but, like, it doesn't really actually... You have to, but,
0: you have to step outside the situation. Yeah, because right? I
1: find myself, too, like, imposter syndrome is a huge thing for me, especially in this film industry where I have to show up to sets where I don't know something. I'm usually not good at, like, BSing that I know something or, like, so I'm constantly nervous showing up to sets, like doubting myself not even as like being like a female on the crew and like you know being spoken down to but just like as a person like what I can do and what I'm capable of and I t- sometimes like I've avoided jobs because I think I can't do it but then at the end of the day I'm like if I take it and I fuck up doesn't matter sure those people don't hire me again
0: they, but they how won't. many
1: fucking film crews are there in yeah. this world how, the next day you'll get asked for something or like
0: they they won't they won't be upset if you're genuine about it and you're just like right. I don't know that yeah.
1: or like oh no I fucked it up it's like again that really won't matter in the grand scheme of things again like it's important that i make good connections with most people in this film industry it's not like i'm trash at everything i do but i don't know if it's good advice but i keep that We'll take it i constantly remind myself of that too and i'm doubting myself or like even i have to go to a shoot after this and i'm nervous for it but i'm like i shouldn't be no. i'll be fine the earth will still spin everyone i still have the people i love around me and like if i fuck it up it doesn't matter I probably will be really upset, but again, I'll forget about it in a year or not.
0: Or you can just go hot box your room and, yeah, and go forget about it. Yeah, go hot
1: box my room and Dutch oven. Yep.
0: <laughs> yum, yum, yum.
1: Yum, yum, yum. Sorry, I don't know if that was good.
0: But All right. No. So uh, thank you for stopping by. Enjoy your, for having me, your work.
1: Kirk. Thanks. Um,
0: shoot some cool stuff. Get some angles. Shoot
1: some good shots. Yeah. So yes. Shoot <laughs> your shot. Yeah, shoot my shot. Thanks, Kirk. Cut. That's a wrap.